This podcast is brought to you by Comics in Power, the comic book store for the blind and the visually impaired. Comicsinpower.com Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson and this is the Dream Catcher Podcast, where every episode we try and solve this huge question, can anything we imagine be created? Now, I'm not asking whether anything we imagine now already exists, because it doesn't. I'm not even asking, will it exist? I'm asking... Can humankind eventually build anything any of us imagines from unicorns to superheroes to Harry Potter, anything? So, we're testing this out every week in the Dreamcatcher podcast. And these last three podcasts were all about Spider-Man. We already checked whether we can have technology to climb walls. Apparently we do. Or technology to create webbing. Apparently, we can. Today we're going to ask something different. Can we have a spider sense? So let's take a step back. To anyone who doesn't know exactly what a spider sense is, here is a very short explanation. Spider-Man can sense danger. Whenever there is something around that may cause him pain or harm or kill him, his head tingles and he knows to be careful. It's something that can happen even when he's not looking. It's something If something is behind his back, three miles away, but some sniper is about to shoot him, his head is going to tingle, and he knows to duck, to jump, to do something. This has saved his life countless times before, so it's a very, very handy thing to have. Now, we humans... We don't have this power, and animals don't have this power. And spiders, being animals, don't have that power. So it's not actually clear why Stanley chose to give uh, Spider-Man a spider sense, uh, and not to any of his other, uh, the other superheroes he created, but he did, and it certainly came in handy. And Spider-Man is known for fighting villains which are much stronger and more powerful than he is so that always gave him an edge so that's important so don't think i'm complaining it's a good thing he does have it all right let's try to find our answer will we be able to do something to create something to build something that basically functions as a spider sense now i think personally there are actually many solutions to this and i'm going to show you mine if you have another solution, please write to me. And if it's really good, I'm going to read it on the podcast. Okay? All right. So my solution is a multi-layered thing. Let's begin with the fact that um, with location, location, location. Spider-Man is not Superman. He can't fly around the world and he isn't required to have his powers be the same in Tokyo and uh, New York. Spider-Man is a neighborhood Spider-Man. He, he, he is in one city, mostly. But actually, since we're talking about the future, 
this one solution will be able to be applied to the entire world. For now, it's easier to imagine it being applied to one city. So this is my plan. This is my evil, evil plan. Not really. I'm going to fill the city with nano cameras. Now, I mean flying nano cameras. Ideally, they would be microscopic. But let's talk about technology that we know we have because we don't have microscopic nano cameras. Right now, there are such things as nano drones. They aren't nanotechnology. These are drones that are as small as your hand. At the website, dreamcatcher.vision, I'll post a link to some YouTube videos of these nano drones flying with cameras, what they look like and the videos they took while flying. There's also a link to a website that reviews about a dozen different types of these nano drones. So you can see a video of one of them being placed on the ground as high as a grasshopper, literally as high as a grasshopper, and suddenly fly up and up and up and up to get a good view of the street and the buildings. You get a bird's eye view, a drone's eye view of this thing from the ground up. So that's nano drones, but actually we've already built things smaller than nano drones with cameras, of course, because we care about cameras in this podcast. So those are called Pico drones. Pico, P-I-C-O, is a word that means 10 to the power of minus 12. That's 0.000011 zeros and then one, which is a thousand times smaller than nano, which is 0.000008 zeros and then one. Of course, neither of these cameras is actually a nano or a pico camera because those would be the size of a molecule. But that's what people call them. So the picodrome is actually as small as an adult's finger. And if you go to our website, again, you can see pictures of picodromes. All right, so if this is the technology we already have now, even if this was it and we would never be more advanced than now, we could fill the air with entire, the, of the entire city with small drones. Now, if this was happening in the future, chances are we will have smaller cameras, we will have smaller flying machines, maybe even actual nano cameras that's so small that no one can see. And for the sake of this particular exercise, it doesn't matter if this type of camera exists or the ones that already exist, already exist. And sure, it's not really feasible to fill New York City, Spider-Man's city, uh, with finger-sized drones or to fill an entire city's air with tiny cameras as big as a molecule, nor is it actually something people would let us do. Just think about the privacy problems this would cause. Cameras in every room, cameras in a toilet, basically invisible cameras in every place where there is air. Privacy is going to be dead and people are not going to put up with it. Although... Although, if this actually did happen in the future, if this technology was created and developed, who would be able to stop it? We may not have a choice, and privacy actually will be dead. Some people may think it's good, some people may think it's bad, but sometimes you just don't have a choice. Anywho, 
we are not checking whether it is wise to make our dreams and fantasies real. Not even if people allow us to do it. We are only checking if it would be possible. And this, this part of creating a spider sense, this part one of it, would be possible. But, like I said, this is part one. Part two, connect all the cameras through some kind of wireless system that has some kind of central computer, some kind of central CPU, or maybe they're just a neural network and together they are one computer. It doesn't matter. They're connected and the data, the filming is shared. And we know that can happen because basically we have that now. You, have, you can have many computers and you can have them talk to each other and store stuff. That technology exists today, just not on drones. But it's possible, and you know it. And now we go to step three. Put in the system an AI, in this computer system, an AI that understands A, how to follow our Spider-Man, and B, to recognize threats. Now, we don't have an AI that smart today, but this is just a matter of time, because today... Even simple AIs recognize our voices, can interpret the, our voices into words, can translate uh, things immediately from almost any language to any, to any other language, can recognize our faces. Now, putting faces and actions together and understanding what may or may not be a dangerous act is coming soon to an AI system near you. It's the future of police, might be. So, to recap, we have a way to monitor our surroundings, even those we don't see. And we have ways of recognizing behavior that may harm us, which leads us to the last step, knowing about the danger. If we really want to be high-tech and futuristic, we can wait just a few years or a few decades for Elon Musk or someone else to finish the research, like his new company, Neuralink, and if you haven't heard about it, the guy who's working on Tesla and on sending people to Mars uh, to settle is also working on a new company to create something called Neural Lace, where the computer is linked into the brain and the brain and the computer can interact. So that's coming. So our future superhero's brain would be plugged into the system of ubiquitous cameras and the computer will be able to let our superhero know ahead of time that something bad is going to happen. In fact, when this system exists, it would be able to do a lot more than just give us a tingle when something bad happens. Since you're linked to the system through your brain, you can actually see in your brain and not your eyes anything the cameras or the computers want to show you or anything that you ask for. You can watch through those cameras and not just through your eyes. And there we have created, or we will be able to create, Spider Sense through technology. Mission accomplished. But hold it. Let's take a step back. We don't actually need to connect the brain to the computer to get a Spider Sense. That's just a fancy way of doing it. All you have to actually do is get the equivalent of a Spider Sense, which is just a buzz that tingle in its head. So if we so if we put something on a future Spider-Man's head or in his ear, something that buzzes, 
some of you gives him a little electronic joke. That's it. That's a spider sense. Whenever danger is close, he gets a bzzz, and we've built a spider sense. So today's question was, can we have a spider sense? And the answer to today's question is, yes, we can have a spider sense. So far, we are three for three in this podcast. We got climbing walls, webbing, and now spider sense. In our next episode, we're going to tackle something that's not super heroic, not super heroic, a fantasy of ours that has nothing to do with superheroes. We're going to give Spider-Man a break. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Check out previous episodes. Comment on this episode. Check us out in our, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, website. That's it. I'm Guy Hassan, and the website is dreamcatcher.vision. On Twitter, I'm at dreamcatcherpod. And if you want to email me with the comments or a question that of something impossible or a solution to something impossible, send it to hello at dreamcatcher.vision. I promise that if it's good, I'm going to put it on the podcast. I promise. Be with us next time on Dreamcatcher. Catcher.